listening to the Woman of Strength podcast for the purpose-driven woman who has a yearning deep in her soul to serve the world. Presented to you by Ange Wilcock, creator of Evolutionary Model of Well-Being, Mindfulness-Based Storytelling, and The Raw Woman Project. A businesswoman on a mission for every human on the earth to feel enough. So welcome to another Woman of Strength podcast and Woman of Strength TV. And I have an amazing guest with me today, Shelley Peterson. And I just want to say welcome, Shelley, to our podcast and, and Woman of Strength TV. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, and it's incredible to have you here too. And I'm going to do, as I always do, I'm going to read you out Shelley's bio. And it's really interesting. So here goes. So Shelley is a psychic Akashic record reader, and she's going to tell us more about that later on. Um, an intuitive artist who designs custom mala meditation beads and teaches the law of attraction. After spending many years moving from suffering to a place of thriving and joy using the law of attraction, she's made it her mission to support others in doing the same, only much faster. I like that because when we've done this journey, we know it can be a long one. Um, yes. her, her unique way of shifting perspectives and her ability to create practical and easy to implement strategies in any circumstance takes the mystery out of this universal law. How mm -hmm. incredible. So a little bit about you know what you mentioned in your bio, how we get to this place a lot quicker and a lot faster. So my question is, as always is, can you tell us about your journey, you know, that stepping into becoming a woman of strength? Where did that start for you, Shelley? Oh, wow. I spent a lot of years just bumbling around, just trying to follow the rules, right? Yeah. You know, society tells us what we should do. And, and every time I accomplished something, it was it felt so empty. You know, it didn't feel like I had actually done something that I had desired. It was just what I was supposed to do. And it felt so empty. And I... I slowly went down this road of depression and my anxiety increased and the more and more I tried to do things the right way, the more wrong I felt. So I began, well really it, it started on the couch one night with my son. I was, I was sitting there in a great deal of physical pain and a great deal of emotional pain. I was really at my breaking point and I just begged the universe, show me please how I can get up in the morning. Tell me how I can live this life without this continuing to get worse for the rest of it because I'm a young woman. I don't, you know, I'm not leaving this earth anytime soon. And it just felt so daunting, you know. I was ready to give up. I, I desperately wanted a reset button or, you know, somebody to just turn my light switch off mm -hmm. for me. And I was just crying and I just begged the universe, please show me. And the answer was, do something for you. And that was incredibly uh, vague and just completely, un like, I couldn't understand it. I didn't understand the concept at all, you know. But was, it, I, was it frustrating I, when you heard that, you know, do something for you? Was it frustrating with a sense of, well, that's what I'm trying to do. That's why I'm here. Absolutely. And, yeah. Yes, because, you know, you're, you're struggling through every single day just trying to survive. And you're, you're like, well, this is for me. I'm trying to survive, right? Yeah, yeah. And, 
and you're doing everything that you can and you can't keep up and there's no time for you because you're trying to, you know, raise a child who my son was three at the time and, you know, trying to keep a marriage together and a job going and, you know, all of the, the responsibilities that we end up with as adults and we're just not even prepared for them. Right. Yeah. Being um, superwoman. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's just so much. And, and moms tend to, you know, have this universal burden of just everything, like everybody and everything comes first before me. And I was really challenged to change that perspective. So I began exploring hobbies and things that I could do. And as I began to explore that, I realized that I was doing a whole lot of things I didn't like. So I had to practice saying no to, to everything, you know, and I had to practice saying no without having to explain myself. That's a new one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> we're always hard. trying to justify our actions, aren't we? You know, we make a decision yeah. for ourselves and show up for ourselves. And then it's like, you know, someone says, well, why are you doing that? Or, you know, you're being selfish. And then we try to justify our behavior, or our choices. Yeah. So like he said, just saying no, full stop is it's challenging. Yeah. It is challenging, but it's perfectly allowable. There's no yeah. reason why we can't do that. So, but it's practice. You have to practice it. You have yeah. to feel into your body, which is not something that I was comfortable doing. I had to feel into my body the truth of every choice I was making. And I wasn't comfortable in my body. I'm still not today. That's still one struggle that I have because of chronic illness. And it's, it's, just not something that I was, you know, used to doing, but you play with it a little bit and you explore it some more and you get more comfortable with it as you do it more. And as you do things, you're inspired to do other things, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I mean, I didn't know I was going to be doing this as a business, you know, that way back then I just knew I needed to do something for me. So I began crocheting and I began sewing and I began exploring creativity in different ways and it felt good to me, but I couldn't make a business out of it. So, you know, I began to explore, okay, well, I can't see myself in my job. I was in accounting for 14 years before mm -hmm. I left my, my job. So that was, you know, that was not soulful to me. I enjoyed it, but it was not it wasn't the thing that lit my fire. So I began exploring, well, what does light my fire? You know, if you can't answer that question, then you can't create that reality for yourself. Yeah. So I began to explore that. And, you know, long story short, many years passed and I looked back and I said, okay, well, how did I get here? And I realized that it was really the law of attraction I was working with. And it's funny because when somebody, you know, in, in my dark moments mentioned the law of attraction, I wanted to sort of strangle them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all been there, haven't we? You know, we're in this place yeah. of despair or desperation and someone goes, well, you know, you attract into your life what you're putting out. And it's like, I don't want to hear that. You know, how dare no. you say that to me? <laughs> exactly. I was like, that was, I'm not choosing this. This is not what I'm choosing. Yeah. And we, the thing is, is that we do it unintentionally and it's really yeah. easy to do it unintentionally because the law of attraction works just like gravity does, whether yeah. we believe in it, whether we use it intentionally or not. So my mission is to get people using it intentionally yeah. in 
in so many different ways. Because the other thing too is that it's not just about money. It is literally about every single experience that you have in your life. And you can improve absolutely every area of your life using the principles of the law of attraction. So I looked back on my experience and I realized that I had shifted my perspectives. I had shifted the way that I was looking at situations. You know, Wayne Dyer says, when you change the way that you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm -hmm. And it's so, so true. And when I realized what I'd done, I realized that there was a whole lot of people in the world that needed to know that process. They needed to know how I got there. So I began asking myself and my guides, share with me, what was it that I did? Because I didn't do it on purpose. I, Mm -hmm. I stumbled into it. And I began to discover the ways in which I was working with it. So then I began to work with it intentionally and I began opening new doors and more things were coming in. And that's kind of how the Akashic Records came to me was, uh, you know, just an exploration of how do I extend the, the readings? How do I deepen my connection to source? How do I explore more with the law of attraction and, the Akashic Records is the, the energetic container of all of the wisdom of everything that ever was, is, or could be. So it is, it's like the ocean. It's infinite in the possibilities that we have before us. And my, my little piece of the ocean is like a handful Right. And every reader has their own little separate area of the ocean and they they read that little piece. And the the possibilities are just endless within that energy in that area. So I I really I read energy. I connect with the Akashic Records and I practice the law of attraction every single day. And I share that with as many people as will listen to me because it's just such a powerful thing. Brilliant. And I'm sure that what our listeners will want to hear a little bit more about is, is how do you consciously set those intentions? So you spoke about, you know, you're consciously using the law of attraction and setting intentions around that, obviously about how you want to be and how you want to show up in your life and what you want your life to look like. So give our audience um, some examples of one, how you did that and how it manifested itself. And, and then two, you know, how they step into that belief system too. Because it is a belief, isn't it? You know, whatever we believe in is what comes true. Um, and, yeah, so, so yeah, start, start from there. You know, give us some examples of what you did intentionally to create what you've got today. And then secondly, what our audience can do. Right. So I got really clear and that, that took me a long time to get the clarity. I had to build on it. Right. Um, it was a progression of building on it. Now I can sit down and look at something and say, okay, what do I really want here? And I can clearly outline it. But before it was, I just want to feel better. (laughs) And that is super, super vague. So when you walk into an ice cream shop, for example, and you say, I would like something really delicious, they're probably not going to be able to fulfill that order because it's just like they have how many options, you haven't given them anything to work with. Yeah. So that's what it's like when you say, I just want to feel better. I just want to be happy. I just want to be loved, right? So we want to get clear. What does that mean? Because if you say, I want more love in my life, you could end up with 
a puppy or yeah. a child or a really clingy boyfriend. And I don't yeah. think any of us want one of them. So <laughs> we, we need to be clear about what does that mean? What does love mean to you? What does that look like to you? And really define it. And the thing about that is, is it's counterintuitive. And most of this work is simply because we think that putting those parameters on it is creating boundaries and limitations. Mm -hmm. But what you do is you don't stay locked in rigidly stuck in that one thing. You say, okay, I would really like, um, you know, I'd like a partner who supports me and, um, you know, desires to do his own things, but also would love to do some of the things that I love to do. And you define it, but you leave things open for possibilities. One of my favorite quotes is, um, leave room in your heart for the unimaginable. Mm. And that just feels so good because then the universe can surprise you because honestly, the universe has way better, you know, tools and, and everything at it, you know, the resources that the universe has is unending, but also the imagination way bigger than our human brains can even conceive of. Right. Yeah. So we want to get clear, but we want to leave room for the possibilities we also want to really believe in ourselves, in our journey, in our mission. And we have to believe in that even if it doesn't look clear to us right now. Right? Yeah. Because I didn't know I was going to be sitting here talking to you, you know, three years ago. I didn't know I was going to be doing this full time. But I believed that I could. And I took the steps daily to work myself towards that. So I actually have a free program, which I would recommend as the answer to your question about what others can do uh, to begin this process of stepping into what you actually desire. And it, it walks you through really easy steps of getting clear on what you want, practicing feeling those things and you know what is it going to feel like to have those things and taking actions to feel those things now so that you're aligning yourself with the energy of what those things mean to you and celebrating ourselves because we just Mm do not we don't celebrate our wins and the more that we acknowledge and recognize when we receive the more we will receive So I actually have a journal that I write in every single day and it's just a date and I just write down things that come to me. So my mantra is that everything I desire comes to me easily with grace and every single thing that feels like it fills me up in some way gets written in that book. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so special. It's kind of a combination of acknowledgement and gratitude. So yeah, and 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 we'll put the link to that that um, free program yeah. at the, at the um, bottom of this interview. But the other thing that I'd like to say, you know, what you've raised about journaling. I mean, journaling is so so powerful, and people don't understand the power of it. Because I always say to women that I work with, you know, once you get it out of here onto paper. Mm-hmm. Because when it ruminates round and round and round in your mind, it's, you know, it's, it's stuck and it's stuck in your body and it's stuck in a cellular level. And once you get it out, 
And what you're really doing is telling your story of who you are right now at this point in time, isn't it? Because I don't know about you, but I've got journals that go back years and years and years and years and years. And when I read them, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, goodness, that's where yeah. I was 18 months ago. And I thought life was incredible. And now I'm yeah. here. And like life is amazing. And like you said, the universe has got so many surprises for you. So yeah, it is. It's, you know, thank you for bringing that up about journaling. Um, and and it's just about how we never have any idea about where we're going to go to next. I mean, it's the same. I didn't know that I was going to be interviewing you either. Because what happens is the Woman of Strength podcast and um, TV came about very, very similar to your story around, I want to get out there, I want to do stuff, I want to be able to enable women to tell their stories and tell my own story. But then it was like, well, I'm not ready, I'm not polished, I'm not this, I'm not that. You know, we do the whole comparison, the limiting beliefs come out. But then it's mm -hmm. like, fuck it, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to do it and I'll just see you know, because then the whole thing comes up, where am I going to get my clients? How, you know, where are women going to come from? Who would want, you know, me to interview them? Because they don't know who I am. Wow. Well, what a silly story <laughs> I was telling myself. So, yeah. you know, I love it when us women come together because we are so, so powerful and our stories are so powerful. So, Absolutely. yeah. And I think that we all go through that process of, yeah. well, I can't and how could it possibly, you know, we all get stuck in the how. It's really easy to let ourselves get, yeah. you know, stuck with all those little voices around. And the thing is, is, my program also teaches us how to move through the ego voice and yeah. and to deal with that as well because it's, it's programmed with information that we were, we learned and absorbed into our knowledge base before we even have memory. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have, we didn't have the filter to weed it out then and we don't know it exists now. So it's, it's hard to be able to say, Oh, well I've worked on my limiting beliefs because honestly, most of them come from a time when you don't even know that it happened. Yeah. So we've got to keep peeling back the layers. Yeah. And yeah, because, yes. and we all go through that. We all have that voice. It doesn't matter how much work you've done around this. It doesn't matter how, um, you know, how high up in the, the hierarchy of people, you know, famous otherwise. Everybody goes through this process of, well, who am I to do this? Who am I to step out in front of these people and speak to women and, and mm. help them rise. You know, who am I to read cards or connect with energy or, you know, heal people with Reiki, whatever it is that you're doing. We all yeah. have that. We all have that. Yeah. Doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's like you say, it doesn't matter how famous and in inverted commas you become, you yeah. still have that, you know, those things still show up for you. Because we are, you know, we, we're humans on a journey and um, we've got this incredible thing here that we call the mind and, and we tend to function from that 80% of the time. And then when we really connect to the heart and the soul, that's where our real truth is. But, we, but the journey is, is endless, isn't it? I mean, it's like, you know, the law of attraction. It's, it's infinite. So it is just, we're just on that journey. And I think when we, ex I certainly find in my life, that when I accept that the universe has got my back, that it's always showing up for my greater good. But when I let this lead, you know, that's when I fall over, that's where pain comes in, you know, and all of those 
emotions that on, sometimes on a daily basis feel really, really difficult to deal with. But then when you sink into that space of heart and soul, you're like, okay, it's just a story. It's just a story. It's a story I've created. I can stay in it or I can step out of it. That's yeah. right. Everything, yeah. absolutely everything is a choice. Yeah. Everything is a choice. Yeah. One of the biggest catalysts for me to actually be motivated for change and to actually take the steps into my biggest fears was the quote by Byron Katie, uh, suffering is optional. Yes. That so one knocked me on my butt so hard. And I was, again, I was, I just wanted to choke her, you know, I was so <laughs> mad at her for saying that. And then I began to see the ways in which I was choosing drama and I was choosing pain and I was choosing exhaustion and, and we have other choices always. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually when we're in that point of suffering um, yeah. that these, because that probably that message has been out there a long time and you've probably seen it many, many times that quote, but never noticed it. But when we're in that place of suffering, it's like the soul is going, here it is, here it is. You can make a choice now, you can stay there or you can move from it. And I, and I, I don't know about you, but I do have a, I don't know if it's a belief or a sense of that everything arrives, you know, in, in its perfect timing. It is absolutely perfect timing, you know, because some people go, well, if you know what you know now, why is it taking you to this age to do this work and be in the space you're in? And I go, because I've had to learn all the way through this process. You know, I see, I see young people out there in their 20s and 30s and there's, a, there's this part of me that goes, oh, my goodness, I wish I knew what they know now, they're out there just doing their thing. They've got, you know, they're so connected to their soul work. And I'm like, I didn't know that in my 20s. But then I say to myself, but that's okay because, you know, time is infinite. So it's this is in this lifetime, this is my role. This is what I'm here for. And, and so the learning is great. And when we accept that and stop comparing, um, there is no such thing as suffering, is there? I, well, I don't believe anyway. <laughs> no, no, not unless you choose it. It yeah. truly does not have to be that way, you know. Yeah. And even even the worst of circumstances, if you look at it with a, a different perspective and you can see the value in the situation, um, which I know is probably going to trigger some people too, but it's yeah. true. Like you, you can always find a positive somehow there's a lesson there's a there's something speaking to your heart it's showing up for a purpose everything shows up for a purpose yeah, yeah absolutely that's fantastic so Shelley what's one little gem that you can leave our listeners right now so if there's someone who's in that place of say suffering hurt pain whatever those you know feelings are what is it that you could offer them stepping out of that and making a different choice it can be simple and it can be easy and it doesn't have to take a long time it is as simple as choosing what feels right to you and what feels good to you in this moment and every moment going forward committing to yourself that's it that is the biggest hardest thing that you will do yeah, and that's so true. You know, if we look at it moment by moment, because people are always projecting themselves so far forward in the future, isn't it? And yeah. so, yeah, moment by moment. Thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's been fantastic to interview you and, and hear about your journey because there'll be so many women that will connect to that, you know, that whole sense of you know, falling out, basically sort of falling over, there you are with your son, asking the universe, you know, what, what is it that I need? What is this about? And getting the answer, but taking your time stepping into that answer. And so thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Thank you. AngeWilcock.com, serving women to serve the world.